Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. I am still crazy. I'm still wild. I'm still fun. I'm still free. And you know what? So are you. Hey, uh, how are you, everybody? Welcome into another fun podcast of the, uh, the life of Sean. And that's, that's me. I'm Sean. I'm just here. I'm just playing, uh, you know, talking on the radio, talking on the podcast. I open the, I open the microphone up and whatever, whatever comes out, comes out. Anyways, uh, we I, I want to share uh, something personal because, you know, this is what I talk about in my podcast. I talk about my life. I talk about what goes on in my life. I talk about personal experiences and stuff like that. Sometimes it's tongue in cheek. Sometimes it's fun stuff. Sometimes it's heavy hearted stuff. Sometimes it's something that is on my mind. Today, I want to talk about my first big real move away from family. Um, and this is coming just because I just thought about talking about this because this was a very, uh, this was a big move for me. And I remember how scared and nervous I was about leaving my family. Let me, let me set the stage here. Uh, I was doing radio for 12 years. I lived in Toledo and I did, I was able to do radio in Toledo for 12 years and I was working at a radio station uh, in my last venture from 2000 to 2002 at Tower 98 Radio. And look, I knew they were overpaying me for doing what I was doing. I was pulling some wacky stuff and I was I was ready to move on. I was ready to go and, and spread my wings. And I told my wife at the time, um, well, she's my wife now, but I was telling Patty that I was, I was just ready to go. I was like, there was a whole world out there uh, for us to venture through. We, we were dating uh, for about two years at the time. And I said, it's time. It, I think it's time for me to venture out. So back in those days, when you know you're in radio and you wanted to venture out and you wanted to, uh, you know, spread your wings, you wanted to go somewhere else and you wanted to explore the world. What you needed to do is you needed to get into a couple of different websites. You needed to research different areas of the country and 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 start looking for work. And the best places to go, there was a couple of different websites you'd go to. The biggest one at the time was allaccess.com. And so I got onto allaccess.com and that was basically where all the radio people would conglomerate. Uh, radio pros would be like, hey, if you you know we're looking for people, we would recruit people by getting on allaccess.com, looking for, you know, um, people looking for jobs, we would recruit them there. So they would put out all these ads on this uh, on this website called allaccess.com. So I'd get on there frequently in the early part of 2002, and I would start looking for jobs, and I'd start sending out uh, tapes and resumes, air check tapes. So you know, an air check tape is what you sound like on the radio. So I started putting together these air check tapes of me working at the radio station that I worked at. I also had air check tapes from other stations that I'd worked at, and I'd piece it together and I put together air check tapes. So then I started building my resume, putting a resume together. Um, of all the places that I had worked in radio um, and putting all the, you know, the skills and stuff I put together. So building a resume. And then I put together cover letters for each radio uh, job that I had gone to. I had a generic one, but then I would I would customize it for each station that I had applied to. So I put the, the tapes and resumes and the, and the cover letters and I would mail them out and I would get on, um, you know, all access and I'd send them emails and say, look, I'm, I'm applying for these jobs that da, da, da. I'm sending your stuff in the mail, yada, yada, yada. So I said I started sending stuff out all over the country and I would never hear anything back. And I'm thinking, am I really not that good? You know, does nobody does, do people not want to hire me or whatever for whatever reason? So I started looking at this going, oh, my gosh. You know, and I told I told Patty at the time, I'm like, nobody wants to hire me. That all of a sudden I applied for a job 
uh, in Charleston, West Virginia, and it was WRVZ. And I'm like, here's a here's a station that's looking. It's a rhythmic top forty. They were looking for and 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 again, the ad said an afternoon DJ. I'm sorry, a night DJ uh, from seven to midnight and looking for assistant program director duties. So I'm like, oh, this this would be fun. It was a rhythmic top forty. I was working on a mainstream top forty at Tower ninety eight in Toledo. It was mainstream CHR, which meant which means contemporary hit radio. And I'm like, okay, a rhythmic top forty. I go, I could handle this. This would be fun. Working seven to midnight and then working my way up to ropes to becoming a program director and be by becoming the assistant program director and doing some production and imaging and stuff like that for the station. Imaging is the stuff that goes between the records, uh, you know, to make the station sound like big and full. Like you know, you're listening to Power One five you know putting those that kind of stuff together so that's imaging so i was you know pretty well versed in that and i i had you know i i had gravitated towards doing production and imaging on top of doing on air work uh, but I was, but i was like programming sounds like fun too so i send him my, my stuff i got a call from uh, uh rick johnson he was the operations manager and him and sean banks who was the general manager at the time wanted to meet with me and so uh, one Friday night, I got off the radio and they wanted me to drive down and, uh, uh, you know, Patty, and they wanted me to bring my, you know, my girlfriend. And we drove down. I remember it was a Friday night and we drove down from Toledo all the way to Charleston, West Virginia. And it's just like, it was like a six hour drive. It was a six hour ride down there. And I remember we drove from Toledo over to uh, Cleveland area, Akron, Canton. And we drove down. So we took uh, we took 8090, the turnpike from Toledo. We left right at seven o'clock from from Monroe, Michigan, where the studios were. We drove down to Toledo. We drove 8090 on the turnpike to 77 South. And we drove 77 South all the way down to uh, Charleston, West Virginia. We got there at like one o'clock in the morning. It was raining heavily, pretty heavy in the southern uh, part of Ohio. And I remember it was dark. It was cloudy. It was raining. It was uh, Oh, it's horrible Friday night weather. And I remember hydroplaning a few times going, oh my gosh, we're never going to find this place. Finally, we get into West Virginia and it was like another 45 minutes to Charleston from the border. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're going through these mountains. We're going up and down. We're going around curves, around the mountains. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a small podunk little thing on the side of a mountain or whatever. Finally, we we pull around to Charleston and I'm like, okay, we're, we're coming into Charleston. It's going to be a little city, da, da, da. All of a sudden we come around this mountain way and all of a sudden it opens up and boom, here's Charleston, West Virginia in all of its glory. Beautiful, beautiful city. It had a had the Capitol building, had a big gold dome on it, and you couldn't really see much in the dark. So we found finally got to the Fairfield Inn. We checked in at the hotel that they set us up in. We got some sleep. We, uh, we got there about 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. We checked in. We got some sleep. Uh, we woke up. They met us in the lobby the next morning about 9 o'clock for breakfast. Uh, Sean Banks and Rick Johnson, we sat and talked to them. Uh, they took us over to the radio station. And very nice guys. Very nice people. It was very easy to talk to them. I was a little nervous, but I really wasn't, you know, ner- it wasn't really nervous. I had khakis on and, you know, I was dressed up or whatever for the interview. And Patty was there and, you know, she was a little nervous too. And uh, we had breakfast. We talked for a little while. And Patty and Rick Johnson, Johnson, the operations manager, they 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 got along really well at first, and I got along with Sean Banks. You know, so we 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 had our conversations there, and then we drove over to the radio station and got to see the facilities. And I'm like, wow, this is this is a really nice facility. It was like a three story building, and they you know they told us the uh, the history of West Virginia Radio Corporation, and it was really cool. I got to meet some of the people that were there. Uh, working on a Saturday, and I think I thought this was really cool. And then uh, they proceeded to tell me 
that uh, because I said, well, so this position would be a night position, evening position, assistant program director. And they go, oh, no, 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 no. You know, we saw your resume. We see your your history. You know, you have 12 years in radio in Toledo. We saw that. Um, we, We would like to offer you the position of program director and do afternoon drive. And I was like, oh. And I remember they and and this is in uh, this is in 2002 and they go well the salary is still the same twenty four thousand dollars a year and I'm thinking whoa okay it's kind of like WKRP money if you guys remember that show WKRP in Cincinnati so I talked it over with Patty they drove us around town we got to see a lot of the city it was it, Charleston West Virginia I tell you what I'd never thought of it it, it was mountainous it was beautiful uh, the Canal River was absolutely gorgeous it was it was a very very nice area very nice area so um i said okay well patty and i will talk it over uh yada yada you know we, we worked out negotiating you know moving expenses and all that and um you know they sent us on our way or whatever and we got to you know we got to hang out for a little while in charleston and then we headed back uh to toledo and so i remember talking you know patty and i were talking everything over and i said well what do you think she was in her first year of teaching uh, or first or second year of teaching in Toledo. And I said, well, what do you think? Do you, would you move with me if I moved? Again, we were dating for the first couple of years. Uh, or it was like, you know, we we're in our second year of dating or whatever. And I said, so what do you think? Do you think this is something you would move with me, you know, to pursue my career in? And, you know, she took a big, she took a big risk. Uh, you know, it was a big leap of faith for her to, because we weren't married at the time and we didn't have kids or anything. And, and I said, if I go, I, you know, if this is something that I want to pursue, um, you know, I'm going to pray to God and see if this is where he wants me to go. And if this is something I want to pursue, would you go with me? And she said, yes, absolutely. Sean. She goes, I don't want to lose you. And, and I said, you're going to give this up. She goes, she goes, I could get a job teaching in Charleston. So she started looking at credentials down there. Uh, she was able to secure a job. Um, I eventually, I accepted the position. Um, we packed everything up. I put my two weeks notice in at the uh, Tower 98 radio. They accepted the, the, the resignation. Um, and uh, I guess uh, we started packing things up. And then, you know, then we proceeded to, uh, you know, to clean out the apartment and, you know, we're in Toledo. And um, I remember packing day. I remember packing it. We did it all ourselves, and we had a lot of friends and a lot of family coming over and helping us pack. And I, we got a 32-foot truck for just the two of us, which is, was kind of ridiculous, you know. We, we should have been, you know, a lot, you know. But, we again, I had a lot of garbage, and I was a pack rat and, and all that. But I remember packing it up and driving down, um, you know, with all of our family and friends all helping us. And, it, we, oh, my gosh, everybody was a big, big help. Everybody was a huge helper. It, it would have taken us a long, long time to get everything done. I remember my friend. Jackie, my cousin Jordan, my brother, my mother, my cousins, my friends, uh, Corey, and and uh, uh, just a bunch of friends and family uh, all supported us. They all drove down to Charleston, helped us unload everything into our new apartment. You know, did all the legwork there. Um, you know, we we went down and checked out a place. Uh, we got a nice little uh, uh, two or three bedroom townhouse. Uh, it was affordable. Um, we signed the lease, you know, we, we went back and I mean, so everything, everything worked out, uh, to get down there. So we get down there and, uh, everybody's, you know, uh, they help us unpack everything, unpack the, uh, the big U-Haul or whatever it is. 
and and then everybody gets ready to leave and they you know say their goodbyes or whatever and patty and i are standing in this uh in this townhouse with all this stuff to unpack and we look at each other and say well let's go get something to eat and we can come back and start unpacking stuff and it's just her and i at this point everybody had already left and i remember we went down uh down to big tyler road that's the road that we lived on and we went down to the end of the mountain and uh, there was a wendy's down there right next to the highway and I remember we went into this uh, to this Wendy's and we sat at the Wendy's and we had uh, we had dinner. And I remember looking out the window and looking up at the sign that said Big Golf Mountain Road, Big Tyler Road, Golf Mountain Road here. And I looked at the sign and I looked at her and said, are you scared? And she goes, yes. And I go, I'm very scared. I'm very nervous. I don't know what it's going to, you know, this was on a Sunday. And I said, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what it's going to bring. Tomorrow's going to bring my first day of work. I don't know what to expect, but I'm very nervous and I'm very scared. But I said, you know what? I think we're going to make it. Things are going to go great. Um, you know, let's just, let's just keep the faith and let's see where God, you know, God brought us here for a reason. Let's see where this goes. And like within the first week of being there every I mean the first day of work for me was like oh my gosh I had so much fun uh it just it just everything fell into place she loved her job there I loved my job there um I was there about a year and a half and there was some there's some shady stuff going on behind the scenes with the uh with the company uh locally that I didn't care for and we, we could talk about that at a different time but yeah that's basically the uh, the gist of the big first move uh, out of Toledo again nervousness and scaredness but unless you take that first leap and life uh of leaving your hometown for the first time it, it, it can be scary and it is it's very scary but unless you take that leap knowing that you're doing the right thing then you're going to be stuck doing the same thing over and over again and you might you're going to miss out on a lot of blessings and from there we went to charleston west virginia to charleston south carolina i ended up going to um to rockford illinois i worked in chicago radio for a while i went to madison wisconsin for a while went to flint michigan for a while uh then moved to akron canton ohio for a minute uh went to uh, Terre Haute, indiana uh and then ended up uh, coming, uh, I ended up going back to Toledo for a quick minute, and then uh, ended up uh, back here, uh, here in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I've been here for uh, just over five years. So, anyways, we could talk more later on all this stuff, but the, I just wanted to uh, just you know, the, 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 I guess the fresh start to get out of Toledo, uh, the big nudge, the big first move uh, is what I wanted to talk about in the podcast today. Why did I talk about this in the podcast? Why is this podcast about this today? Because the first move is always the hardest. But the rewards and the blessings are always there. So if you're if you're in a pickle right now and you're in, and you want to you know make that big first move, maybe you're maybe you're looking to get out of the area that you're at. Maybe you're stuck on something. Maybe you want to you know you need a little nudge to push forward. Go by faith. Just go by faith and hold on to your faith. Because if that's all you've got to go on is your faith, it will pull you through. And you know what? You will see many blessings on the other side. So that's all I got to say for this podcast, everybody. I got to get out of here for now, but hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. We'll talk to you very soon on the next Powers Podcast. Sean, for now in the life of me, we'll see you. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.